me a year ago would like kill to be at the place I am right now. And like right now I'm not even like looking around and like, you know, like smelling the flowers or like looking around and like being grateful for like where I am right now. And so, so I don't know, perspective is everything I feel like is kind of the main theme of the podcast so far. <laughs> Hi, I'm Stephanie. And I'm Bailey. Welcome or welcome back to Never Too Early. Never Too Early is a podcast under the Entrepreneurs Network, a network for and by female entrepreneurs. This podcast showcases youth changemakers, whether it be entrepreneurs, activists, NGO founders, or more, encourages them to share their journeys, challenges, and tips, and aims to inspire other teens and young adults to make a difference as well. Today on this podcast, we have Ali Debo and Waylon Chong, founders of the Entrepreneurs Network a network for and by female entrepreneurs. Actually, fun fact, Never Too Early is one of the podcasts under this network. Aside from the network, they are both founders of various initiatives, interns at different organizations, all while Ali is a student at NYU Shanghai and Waylon is currently studying at Princeton. It should come to no surprise that these two have a lot on their plates. And in the coming episode, hear us chat about slow growth, how to choose which opportunities to partake in, and the importance of female representation in business. Something especially relevant right now, since yesterday was International Women's Day. Keep listening to learn more. Welcome or welcome back to Never Too Early. I'm Bailey and I'm here with our co-host Stephanie and our guests for today, Allie and Waylon. Hi everyone. Hey. How are you doing? It's so crazy to be on the podcast. Such an yes. honor. You guys have come such a long, long way. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Um, and before we sort of jump right into things, one of the things that we really value in our lives is like looking back and being grateful about all the things that come our way. So to start us off, we'd love to ask, what is something you are grateful for today? Oh. A classic question. A classic um, Allie, Allie and I definitely value gratitude a lot. So we're always thankful, I guess, when people ask us what we're grateful for as well. Um, I think today I'm grateful for just honestly, just like breathing, which is like such a cliche thing to say, but like, I am so just like grateful for being able to take like a long, deep breath in a really hard day. And just like the fact that I'm like living and I'm well and I'm healthy and I have people who love me. Um, which is awesome yeah no that's a yeah that's so 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 important and I had actually had bronchitis last week and I've never had chest pain in my entire life like I don't have asthma so being able to take a deep breath in that's a big one Waylon like being able Mm -hmm. to fully inhale for me right now I just got back from a lunch where everyone was talking about the situation going on in Ukraine and people talking about how their their efforts to bring people in and out and at the end of the day, like a lot of people are just regular people living their lives and having to upend and move your entire life. As of today, March 6, over 1.5 million Ukrainians have fled the country. So yeah. being able to be in a country now that is stable and safe, and being able to sleep in my own bed at night and not having to worry that someone is coming or something is going to happen, is it really puts things into perspective. The little things we worry about day to day is like, it feels meaningless and kind of makes you feel like you're part of something bigger, but it also helps ground you. What about you, Stephanie? What about you, Bailey? What are you guys grateful for today? Um, today I'm grateful for my family. I think especially under COVID and you know the situation sure. in Hong Kong, we're all like at home all the time, like 24-7. And I definitely spent much more time with my family. And I just, as you guys know, I just came back from like a Mario Kart game and we haven't done that in a long while. And so it feels really great to just spend time and just chill with my family. That's awesome. Bailey? Um, I'd say I'm really grateful for my friends and I'd say a specific thing in particular was I got to hang out with them yesterday we all went to central here in Hong Kong and sort of relating to um, Ukraine we we had a peaceful demonstration um, for oh, wow. Ukraine um, one of my friends is Ukrainian and she sort of organized this with the Ukrainian society in Hong Kong um, but not only was it like a good chance for me to see my friends but it was also a chance for me to actually be involved with the situation mm-hmm. at hand and also be there for like someone I like am friends with and someone I, I care about especially when everything back in her country is um a bit tense right now as Ali mentioned earlier so I'm Absolutely. grateful that obviously I'm here in a place um 
that is, you know, although there's chaos happening all over the world right now, um, I'm here in a place like with my family and with everything. Um, Yeah, so just sort of switching directions from that. um, One of the questions that we ask a lot of people too is, would you mind doing a quick introduction of who you are and what you do? Um, Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What a hefty little question you got there. Um, <laughs> I can I can start us off. Um, I'm Waylon. I'm currently a sophomore at Princeton studying economics, um, but that's probably the least interesting fact about me. Um, I was born in Singapore, but grew up all over the place, Netherlands, Singapore, Hong Kong, moved around a lot when I was little. Um, and Recently, I've gotten pretty involved in the entrepreneurial scene. So besides the Entrepreneurs Network um, with Ali that we built almost a year ago, and we have multiple podcast shows, which is super exciting. Um, I'm also involved in helping a couple of other companies build their podcast shows, as well as just building the entrepreneurial community here on Princeton's campus. So lots of exciting things. Um, I'm sure I'm missing a couple of important facts about me, but it's fine. We'll get into it. Um, Um, Brenda calligraphy. She loves penguins. She loves great walks. Honestly, like fan page right now. Um, (laughs) For those who don't know, I'm Allie. I was born and brought up in Hong Kong. Really passionate about entrepreneurship. Went to an American international school all the way up. And then I graduated last year or two years ago. Oh my goodness, two years ago. I graduated and am now a student at NYU Shanghai studying data science and economics. I'm currently on a study abroad at Paris, which has been really, really, really fun at NYU Pierre. Uh, like Waylon, we started the Entrepreneurs Network a year ago, which has been able to facilitate a platform for other entrepreneurs to grow like yourselves, which has been super, super fun. But while I was in Shanghai, I started a couple different startups as well, including Entrepreneurs in Action, which is like a global community where we do like founders dinners to bring entrepreneurs. Um, also the YWA Collective, which is like the Gen Z entrepreneurship conference we run, uh, had a, my first startup two years ago, a live vibe, which brought entrepreneurial spirits together, like virtual events, Gen Z's, that sort of thing. And yeah, I love to run. I like good food. I love traveling and I love the sun. It's super sunny outside today. It gives me such good energy. I didn't realize how much I was impacted by the weather until like this year. Like if you live in a super cloudy rainy environment like that definitely gets your mood down like I love a good rainstorm so good I realized two or three days of that cannot do cannot do consecutive rainy days I can do one cannot do consecutive um yeah so that's a little bit about me love that and um like both of you have so many interesting things about you guys so we're going to dig right deep dig deep into that but before we start um for some context if our audience doesn't know um never too early the podcast is actually under a bigger network which is the entrepreneurs podcast entrepreneurs network which um ali and Waylon founded almost a year ago and so one of our main questions is why was the entrepreneurs network started and what inspired you to start doing what you're doing right now for sure, sure. I, can, I can take this one okay to begin with. Take this one. yeah Go so i can sort of tell mine the story and then when i can tell her in the story we can kind of come together so um ever since we started the entrepreneurs network we've been able to continue to build and iterate over time which has been so cool because Waylon and i came together through our shared passion of the lack of support for women entrepreneurs on campus Waylon and I went to high school together in middle school, but we weren't that close. Uh, we really, it was one of those moments where like, you kind of need to grow independently until you kind of reconnect. And that was not something Waylon and I noticed in the moment, but we now look back at retrospectively. So Waylon reached out to me, honestly, like a year ago to this day, pretty much. And was like, hey, like I have an idea. I want to hop on a Zoom call. Like literally that's it. And I was like, 100%, let's talk about it. And that's really where the idea of the podcast came in, wanting to build something around that. Um, and then we kind of just went full on force. Like we didn't know where to begin. We didn't know where to start, but we just wanted to have conversations of what we wanted to do. And it's so crazy how it kind of just came into full fruition. What about your side, Waylon? How did it like, where did the idea of the podcast first start up? Yeah, for sure. So I was taking a class um, about failure and entrepreneurship where we kind of uncovered what failure meant um, in the realm of entrepreneurship and business and science. And we had to take on this project. I don't actually think Ali knows like the full, full story, but we had to take on a project where we 
um, felt like we were guaranteed to fail. And that was like the, the point of the project was to do something so left field for us that um, like we shouldn't, like it was kind of to overcome failure. And so I was talking to my professor, I was like, hey, like I have constantly asked around campus to start something for female entrepreneurs, for women entrepreneurs, but everyone keeps saying no. And he was like, you should do something about that. So I remember I was standing in the dining hall line and I was trying to message people like asking if they would like maybe want to start a podcast with me and everyone was like no like that's lame blah 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 and I was like oh my goodness who would be so down to do literally anything about women entrepreneurs and I was like oh my goodness this is gonna be so awkward I'm gonna just like text Allie I haven't texted her in like a year um I'm just gonna do it whatever and so I texted Allie and look at us now I see her more than any other person, I think, <laughs> ever. But um, it's crazy to think that it started just like on a whim and like nothing of like nothing was planned. We like learned as we went, which was super cool. I love that so much. And I also love how you like learned when you as you like went and as it continued to grow, because honestly, sometimes I think that's the best way of going about things. Just really trying to roll it and then like adapting and making mistakes and then learning from those mistakes. So I love that so much. Um, so you mentioned this sort of pushback or not, I don't know if it was a pushback necessarily, but you mentioned this sort of like delay in getting people involved. Um, so sort of my question here is, why do you think there is a need for something like the Entrepreneurs Network in this space? And also why do you think um, the idea of doing something for female entrepreneurs was so like rejected in the beginning? Yeah, so I think <clears throat> two questions here. I think the first one I'll take is just this idea of like, why, why was it so like, pushed back on. And I think specifically on my campus, entrepreneurship is not like a huge thing. Like we're not super known for our entrepreneurship. And so the message that I kept getting again and again and again was we need to build entrepreneurs up before we can build women entrepreneurs or before we can build minority entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs of color. And in my mind, I was like, what, huh? <laughs> I was like, that makes zero sense because in order to build a healthy entrepreneurship community, you need to build everyone and make it an inclusive community. And I felt like there was a lot of people who resonated with that message, but not a lot of people like at the top of the student-led stuff that resonated with that message. Um, and then the second thing, I think it's so important for women to support each other throughout entrepreneurship. So often at the beginning of our journey, uh, entrepreneurs would come to the podcast and they would like, they'd be like, we've been waiting for something like this to happen, just a place where we can share our story for younger entrepreneurs and for younger women, honestly, to learn about entrepreneurship even earlier in their career. So not sure if that answered any of your questions, but <laughs> yeah. um, those are kind of my tidbits. No, I definitely think it did answer some of our questions. Um, I mean, the two questions I asked, and I really found that valuable because sort of it relates to my journey and my relationship with the term like women entrepreneur or like CEO and that kind of stuff because I yeah. think that when I first sort of talked about entrepreneurship I was a bit hesitant to have this connotation of being like a woman with me because before mm. anything else I sort of wanted to be simply an entrepreneur and didn't want to be limited Absolutely. to like my gender but I find that there's something powerful in finding community in a bunch of other women who are also sort of working towards that goal so I, I love that so much um so that was sort of the first challenge with the Entrepreneurs Podcast was getting it started. But once you sort of launched it off the ground, were there any challenges that came along from there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's challenges that we face every single day, but I think it's ultimately how you kind of view them and how intense you think about them. Because if you want to only focus on the negatives and this isn't enough, this is not this, blah, 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 you're not going to focus on all the growth and all the impact that's been made. And at the end of the day, you can look at your numerics and numbers or the this this error and that error but then Wayla and I will get one message on a dm saying this podcast was so amazing we love it and it just makes everything melt away so I would say one of the biggest challenges has been figuring out what and where we want to grow and like at which rate we want to grow because when you think of like a startup you think this like tech silicon valley race to the finish line as quick as possible get as much funding as many people blah 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 and that's really where Waylon and I began as well. But we were doing this as we were attending university, as we were working on other projects too, as we were focusing on physical health, mental health, social, being able to grow at university, do our clubs. And like, you can't have that startup growth. This is our life mentality 
when in reality, it's really not. So we had a guest on who's now one of our close friends, Rachel, who spoke about slow growth entrepreneurship. And I think the moment she spoke about this, this resonated with Wayla and I so, 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 so much because I believe we both kind of held this belief where the only way to be an entrepreneur is to this, this exponential growth rate, you're just doubling and tripling everything over a year. But in reality, most of the entrepreneurs of all the successful companies you want to think about today that you use that are long-term, that have been able to have some sort of long legacy are those that did not grow overnight. They grow over months and years and decades. And that's really what we want to build here. We don't want this to be something that goes huge, 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 and we forget about it within a month. We want this to be something that we can build on growth in ourselves past our college years, into our young adult years, into our middle ages and all of that. And like seeing that growth and fostering a next generation as well. And like even talking about that, like gives me chills. The fact that this could be a platform that like our own children could be using is like ridiculous. And I think that's only possible with having this slow growth entrepreneurship to be able for things to change and evolve, but not change and evolve too much where you lose track of it and it, get, and it flies away from you. So I think being able to balance that and really understanding where we want to grow um, has been something that's been a challenge, but Waylon and I are finding a good balance to find that every single day. And I'm really proud of where we've been able to come through that. And it was definitely not an easy process for sure. I think there was many, many, many nights and days where Ali and I would message each other and we'd be like, we're not doing enough. It's not good enough. Um, like we're not growing. Our listenership is not growing enough. We're not getting enough sponsors. Um, it was never enough, right? Until we changed perspectives about what the project was, what our goals were, because there's always more that you can do. I think it's more just like, what is, what is necessary right now? And um, what was, what's like serving us as well, if that makes sense. I love that idea, like slow growth entrepreneurship. And I think that is very difficult, to be honest, in this world of like hustle culture, everything mm. you should do as much as possible, as young as possible. And 100%. like everybody is just trying to do their best before they get 20 even like everything. Yeah, is, <laughs> yeah it's so fast. Oh and it's crazy. I'm like burning yeah, out so, as well. <laughs> really kudos to you guys to really to change your perspective in a way and be okay with like slower growth um instead aim for like longer term development and yeah I think that's something we really should take away yeah absolutely because like even I think you guys are the same but Wayla and I talk a lot to mentors and people who are more experienced entrepreneurs things like that and instead of them saying oh my gosh you should do this opportunity you should do this blah 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 they say slow down that's the number one thing they say. They say, slow down, enjoy your time. It's a marathon, not a race. And for the first, you know, couple of times, I'm like, yeah, they're just telling me that, whatever. I'm like, hmm, why is every single person that I admire and that I'm looking up to telling me to slow down or take my time? Maybe, maybe perhaps they know what they're talking about. And like, when you start thinking about that, like, think about that. I just turned 20. I'm going to live another 20 years and I'm only going to be 40. That's nothing. Like, that's crazy. And like the first five years of my life, I did nothing considerable. The first 10 years of my life, like, you know what I mean? Like there are so many years left. And like, think about like, like investing, like there's this idea of compounding investing. Like you build upon what you already do. And like, you're continuing to build more. You don't always have to be at the same rate of like investing because you've already built a foundation. So I'm like, I'm, I'm like thinking this out and thinking out loud right now, but like, honestly, we and I were just having, and I were just having a conversation about this before we hopped on, but like, you work so hard to get to where you are right now. Why try to grow out of it? Why try to rush away? And I think we really need to all hear that today. Will and I were literally just discussing this. This is so funny. Yeah. A little bit to add on there. I think especially at like the high school and college level, like your next goalpost is so close, right? Like your next goalpost in high school is That's college. A good point. Your next goalpost in college is job. And so I think when you have such like short-term things, it makes you feel like the next four years are like the most important years mm. of your life and that you like need to maximize in any way that you can. And when you see like, you know, the next door Tom doing more than you, you're like, why aren't I more like Tom? <laughs> like, why am I not doing as much as Amy, right? And so I think it puts you in a, in a unique situation where you feel this pressure to always do more. Um, and we're here to tell you it's okay to not do more. That's kind of, 
the main message I think Ali and I, and also just so many young entrepreneurs need to hear more in their life. Like it's okay if you're not, you know, making a million dollars right now, like you have so much more, um, so much more life to live. I love that so much. And I think like another thing is like focusing on, like you said, like slow growth, just like thinking about long-term growth. Like if we ask any of us where we thought we would be like, like if we talked to like four years ago, our own selves, like I would not even know what I'm doing right now. Like that is insane. You know what I mean? So I don't know where the ceiling is for the next four years. So it's like, you really You're totally right. don't need to rush it to do something, you know, in the next week, or you need to make sure that you get this award within this next year or the, these stats within the next couple months, within the next couple podcast episodes, because yeah. like, think about where you thought you would be a year ago. And personally, at least, like, I know a year isn't even slow growth. Like, that's still a while. Like, that's still pretty mm-hmm. short. But it's true. Even just that year, like, has been a completely different, like, journey for me as a person. Absolutely. No, you're totally, totally right. Like a year ago, like every single thing I'm working on right now, I had no idea about. Exactly. No idea. Yeah. Allie always says this thing where she's like, I would kill, like me a year ago would like kill to be at the place I am right now. And like right now I'm not even like looking around and like, you know, like smelling the flowers or like looking around and like being grateful for like where I am right now. And so it's like always a nice pause to be like, you know, like a year ago from now, like I would have killed to just like be here and like studying, you know, like, so I don't know. Perspective is everything I feel like is kind of the main theme of the podcast so far. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so shifting gear slightly, we know that both of you do so many things, not only the Entrepreneurs Network, just now in your self-intro, they were so, so amazing. You have university, social life, internships, and even self-development, de- like the Learn20 projects. There's so many things going on in your life. And I know this is one of Waylon's favorite questions, but how do you do it all? Ooh. <laughs> Oh boy, how do we do it all? Um, I'll give you a little context. This week has just been, um, am I allowed to swear on this podcast? We'll keep it PG. Um, this week has been a little a little messy for me. I just have felt so out of water. Like, think of like drowning, but like not really. Um, just been dealing with a lot of like personal stuff. And so I asked myself, I was like, how am I doing all of this? It makes zero sense. But I think I'm at a spot where like saying no has become such a like a relief, like being able to know that when I say no to something, I have already considered all my options. I have already tried my hardest in whatever aspect that is. And just knowing that I can like let that go and have a little bit more time on my hands. Um, I also think Google Calendar is a savior for us all. Um, love the Google Calendar, but also just like making sure you plan in breaks. I think that's something I need to hear for myself too. I was someone who, to this day, honestly, I plan like 7 a.m. I wake up to 11.30, I go to sleep. I had every 30 minute increment of my life planned out to the T, like every single 30 minute increment, no breaks. Because in my mind, when I planned it, I was like, there's no time for breaks. I like looked at my schedule, I was like, there's no time. And what that ends up is like, you're even more unproductive than you could have been. So I think just like being realistic with like your time and knowing that like, it's okay to not do everything right now. Yeah. 100%. I would say another thing too is Google Calendar Savior for sure. And like Waylon makes a good point about not just scheduling, sure that meeting, scheduling this time, I'm gonna work on that essay or meet this person, but also scheduling in times where no one's allowed to talk to you and you're sitting in your bed, and you're watching your favorite show, like, that is something that needs to go on your Google Calendar, because that deserves the same amount of respect and honor as anything else in your life that's moving the professional needle forward. Um, I'd like to add another note as well about being able to unplug and rest, so I'm Jewish, so I have my own cultural element that I've been choosing, uh, choosing to, like, follow, and for me, something that's been super helpful is like taking Shabbat, which is like Friday night to Saturday fully off. Like Waylon and I will never do, and Waylon's been super respectful about the entire time. Like we'll never do anything my Friday night or Saturday. That's my time to be with family and friends, be offline, not work. Um, and really having that time allows you 
in your capacity to reset. Um, and this does not necessarily mean you have to do Friday to Saturday, it's like taking that time off so you can be more productive later. Waylon totally hit the nail on the head when she says like, if you're planning your days out by every 30 minute increments, you've no time to relax and let your mind spread. There's no way you can be peak performance for 16 hours in a day. It's like saying you want to run a marathon at your hundred meter sprint race. Like that's impossible. You can sprint, but then you walk and then you sprint again, or you can run a marathon and be kind of less productive, but for a longer time. And that's totally up to you. There's some days you've got like a long chill period and you just want to like hang out with friends in your dorm, like do nothing and just kind of work, but like not too productive. You're not like intense, like you'll get a lot done, but like maybe it's course of the day. You didn't really do much besides that. It was like, you could have done it faster. That's one method and that has its day. But there's other days where you're like, okay, I got a lot of stuff to do today or I'm seeing a movie with a friend and that's going to take three hours and we're going to go for dinner for two hours and we're going to go out after and that's going to be two hours. So I've got four hours now to do my work and I got a sprint and I got nothing else. And you can be getting the same amount of work done. It's just the idea of like how much you want to focus. And you can't hyper-focus that four hours for 16 hours. That's impossible. Just in the same way you can't sprint for six per marathon. Like you just can't. So yeah. I think it's about choosing different days and what days that is for you. So yeah, that would be my other um, my other tip. I love that. I think just like a quick little add on something about that, that I always, and that still struggle with is I hear people and they're like, you know, like you can't sprint for 16 hours a day. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm different though. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> 16 hours. Like I'm like, I can work. Like I, I like almost put myself in this position where like I'm different and like, I can work for that long, but like, obviously I can't, but I'm like, no, like these people, like they don't know how like productive I can be. And so it's almost like I like fight just like you have four hours to work, work for those four hours and then take a break. And I'm like, no, like I don't need to be like them almost. So I think definitely just like be kind with yourself and know that like you are not the busiest person in the world. Like people have a lot of stuff like going on. And like, if people like Jeff Bezos, if like they're taking breaks and they're running literally the world, like in some aspect like you in college in high school can without too. any family without any children out any grandparents yeah. taking care of like you can take breaks too which is yeah realistic yeah. Think about yeah. breaks to take breaks before you think you need it the time where you feel like I need to take a break like like in the same way like don't have a Hydration. meal when you're starving exactly if you're thirsty like drink before you're thirsty take a break before you're thirsty because if you take a break by the time you're so burnt out you're not going back to work for me, a good hour, like a, I would say like 45 minutes to, I want to say 80 minutes or like generally the work periods I do in between like a five, 10 minute, whatever break. If I go for like two hours straight and then take a break, I'm not going back because I burn myself over those two hours. Like take the break proactively. So you're not like dead and you're like, oh my God, I'm going through that two hours again. Like, no, don't do that. So that's another tip. And I definitely think about that today. I was like, oh, I can go for longer. I'm like, no, you're, take a break now. So you're not like, this is not the final break or the final the end. Yes, for sure. And I love how like we're sort of talking about taking a break as a form of like productivity in itself. Yeah. Because it pays off. Like I was talking to a friend and she was like, oh, like I want to take breaks or I want to um, do something. But I always have like a fear of missing out, whether it be mm. hanging out with friends or whether it be like finishing work. Um, but the thing is, like, I try to stray away from that mindset of like missing out or having a missed opportunity because I see breaks as like an opportunity to focus on myself, to focus on yes. like whatever you're doing that needs a break to be focused on. Um, so I really think that breaks should be given more value. So like, I love how we're talking about this um, and yeah. how it can really truly change um, the way we work. Um, I don't know if anyone here listens of- to Hamilton, but there's a great, yes. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Does anyone here watch Hamilton? You watch Hamilton or you know Hamilton? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, take Hamilton. a break that song. Yes, oh my god. I'm thinking about that. So definitely big Hamilton fan. Big Hamilton fan, 100 percent I'm with you. I love that so much. Oh my gosh. Okay, we need to talk more about Hamilton. But um, moving on, sort of actually, no, this is kind of related to what Ali said um about you know your cultural background and like religious background and sort of taking time to spend with family and friends. So I just love to ask, how have your family and friends sort of played a role in your either your entrepreneurial journeys or just your work and um, like career and academic life? 
Oh my goodness. What role have they played? They've basically been the main character. <laughs> I would not, like, I know everyone says this, but I would not be the person I am today without the help and literal, like, backpack carrying of me through the last couple of years of my life like from my friends from my family and from people who really just genuinely care about me like the amount of times my friend will walk over to my dorm and just like check in on me make sure I'm okay the amount of times my parents just like randomly call me and they like ask me how I'm doing or they even just like try to distract me from whatever stress is going on in my life and just like give me a glimpse into what they're doing in their lives. Um, the amount of times my sister just like takes me like, and just like shows me what world she's living in and like all the crazy things that are happening to her. Um, and just like knowing that people like love me and care about me regardless of what awards or regardless of what internship or accolade or sport I join. Um, yeah, I truly would not have like the amount of confidence and the amount of just like, I don't know, just like empathy for those around me and like being able to give uh, my all to projects like these if it were not for them. So my little ode to them. <laughs> no, that's good. I like what Waylon said about being able to separate, not like it's like church and state, but like accomplishments and like you as a family. Like oh, 100%. when you're sitting at the dinner table, no one's thinking about you like a LinkedIn or resume. People look at you like the quirky sister, the funny sister, like the silly sister, the snap, the snarky sarcastic. Like you have that role. No one's looking at you like what your GPA or your your internship is. Like no one sees you as that. And when things are going good, I would question why are they not like celebrating? Why I feel like I'm not getting enough like hype? Why is not everyone talking about that? That shouldn't be your parents' role to that extent. Because on the flip side, if you want your parents to value you on your accomplishments, what happens when things don't go well? What happens when you get failed? What happens when you get rejected? Do you want them to disown you? Do you want them to show the, the balance of what happens? No, you want them to be constant. And when they celebrate accomplishments that are like, you know, LinkedIn work too much, that worries you to show that it's not like they're celebrating you for that. They're not celebrating for that. And not to say that like your professionals and your peers and your coworkers shouldn't celebrate you. That's kind of their role to some degree. But your parents, I think it's really nice, at least for me, they've kind of been constant. It's been a constant through the good and the bad. And that's really what gets it through because then self-worth does not equal accomplishments. And you'll see more beyond that. And I think William makes a good point about like, you know, distractions too. Like, I'm sure you've got a million things going on, you're on in your mind during the day, but you sit down for dinner, you call your parents, whatever that may be, and they're talking about how they just watch a show on Netflix, or, you know, the, the electricity is kind of annoying, or they just had this new food, and they just had this conversation, like, it takes you to a different world, so being able to separate yourself, and having that constant who really is Bailey, Stephanie, Whale, and Allie is really, really, really grounding, so I would say that's been a big part of it as well, like, the constant grounding ability of my close friends and family. That's so sweet. And like people say how, you know, change is only change is constant. But one thing that I took away from that is friends and family. That is what is constant. And that is what pushes you through all the ups and downs, failures and successes, which we all face perhaps on a daily basis as young entrepreneurs. So that brings us into one of our main themes, which is um, inter International Women's Day, which probably is yesterday on the day that we post this. Um, and since both of you are such amazing female entrepreneurs, um, and this is also a topic that all of us are very passionate about, um, what impact do you think the Entrepreneurs Network has made on the female entrepreneurial industry, or what are your plans and visions for it? I love wow, that. to even hear that I'm, in a sentence, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, I'm you heard it right. <laughs> I'm going to flip the questions slightly and I'm going to talk a little bit. I'll, I'll let Allie take the actual question, but I think it's going to be really interesting. I want to take more of the question of just like how have female entrepreneurs and women entrepreneurs shaped the journey of 10? I feel like we're still a pretty young company um, and we have not been able to do this without the support of our family and friends, but also without the support of just like so many amazing women entrepreneurs. So it feels right to kind of talk a little bit about some of the entrepreneurs that have impacted our journey the most. I think for me, um, one of like the more general things is through building the Entrepreneurs Network, we learned how um, 
so many women entrepreneurs are so willing to help younger entrepreneurs grow their journey. And that was something that 10 would literally not exist if people had been so closed off. Um, I think the second thing is just people being their authentic selves in podcast form. So being able to share journeys of awesome women entrepreneurs through 10 um, in the most authentic version has been something super special. But um, I'll let Ali kind of take on what our vision and mission is for the future. Absolutely. So Waylon really had been hit in the nail with that in terms of like wanting to continue to build and share stories. Um, and with that in mind, like something that we've kind of come into full fruition in the last couple of weeks, especially is realizing that the Entrepreneurs Network is a platform for others to start their entrepreneurial journeys. So we've been able to see that firsthand with you guys, with people like, it's almost like from a calculus point of view, it's like we each derivatives, the first, second, third, fourth, fifth derivatives of each other, which is kind of cool to see that. And that's what I think both Will and I want to continue to do. Everything we're involved with in one way or another helps people propel their own entrepreneurial journeys and create a platform for and by entrepreneurs to start their journeys. So looking into the future, we wanna to continue to build resources and network and opportunities for younger entrepreneurs, especially to share the stories of older entrepreneurs and more experienced ones um, and the platforms that are available to help propel younger entrepreneurial journeys. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. Oh my God, okay, I really love that. Um, that is so great and yeah. I'm just, I'm really looking forward to see what is next for the Entrepreneurs Network um, because what you've done so far is incredibly um, amazing and really like change making um, in this space. Um, so coming on from that sort of with the podcast, who is your dream podcast guest? And then Ooh. also like, this is going to be like two sort of questions, but who's your dream podcast guest? So who would you love to have on? And then also like, who was your dream like audience member? Like if this person was like, yes, I listen to your podcast, who would you oh, be like, oh my God, I love you. That's such a good question. Oh my goodness. I think dream podcast guests, I will take this for both Waylon and I, as Waylon and I is another guest. Sarah Blakely, we've been manifesting you for a while now. Um, oh we want you, we want you. We uh, wrote her an email or I wrote her an email yesterday, but oh, a year ago, exactly awesome. from yesterday, I think we reached out to her for the first time and we were like, hey, we're starting this podcast. And she was like, we're busy till July. And we're like, no problem, but thank you for replying. Thank and now we're back time. at it with the stats, with the news articles, with everything. We're like, hey, please come on our podcast. It won't take you long. It'd mean the world to us. So fingers crossed she comes on. I think dream podcast listener would be someone in, ooh, I think I'm saying this now because I'm quite interested in the VC space, but like I would say one of the top founding, like Anjali, who's the founder of Females Founders Fund, that would be crazy if she was listening to. Like someone who is willing to listen and hear the impact and then is excited to invest in the entrepreneurs that we have on and invest in ourselves would be so life-changing. And so inspiring to hear that like real value was extracted that helped move markets, help share and grow startups. So I would say Anjali, uh, the founder of People Founders Fund would be a dream audience listener, but also a dream guest to have on. So both yeah. of that. I 100% agree with that. I think something that would be super special that hasn't yet happened yet is I think if, um, or I don't know, maybe it has happened and we just haven't figured it out yet, but um, I'd love for someone from like our old high school or middle school, or actually, no, I'd love someone from like our lot, like our lower primary, upper primary, like they listen to it in the car because their like parents played it or oh. something. And then like two years later, like they start something or they like, you know, like they think about entrepreneurship, just like even the slightest and just like, or they learn the word entrepreneurship or yeah. something through 10 would just be like a dream come true, I think. Oh, I love that. That's a good one. And also, you guys listening as well. You guys started off listening and I think that's really where it began. Like, this is kind of the full tuition store. Like, you guys listened and then you guys reached out and you guys applied to be interns and now you guys have your own show. Like, this is kind of the, this is the success story of what we want to build and what you guys are now building too because it's kind of full story because you guys are building a team now and you guys are growing so much and people know about your podcast and like, it's getting so it. much cool hype and it's just like full circle. So crazy. 
Yes, it is. And that's, I, I love that so much. And I mean, you can already see like the firsthand impacts of what y'all are doing. Um, and Ali came to speak at my school the other uh, day, actually, which is really funny and sweet. Um, but I, I was talking to you like just an hour ago, we we're talking about how um, like a bunch of like people that I knew from school were like reaching out to be a part of it. So you truly get to see like the direct impact of what you guys are doing um, among people a couple years younger than you. I know like within years from now, you'll see it, the age get younger and younger and you'll have like more people involved um, at like a school age level. Um, so that's incredible and like revolutionary for, you know, kids, or especially girls, like looking up to this podcast and this network. And also side Thank note, as, as we're recording this, the episode that just came out with Lindsay Pollack, I love it. Like, I listened Thank to it today. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. That was so, she's awesome. It was such a so incredible. Awesome. I know. She's yeah. so good. I think just so, a, so, so good. a slight note on what you said earlier about us, like inspiring a lot of people. And like, thank you so much for saying that. I think the special thing about 10 was like, there's like, there's a lot of things about Allie and I that like are obviously like unique to us, but there's nothing like innately special about us that like gave us superpowers that like made 10, you know, like we're just like two college students, like who literally didn't know how to start a podcast just like loved it and like we decided to bite the bullet and just like make a lot of mistakes on our way and we have made a lot of mistakes and so what I hope is that people don't put us on like a pedestal of any kind and be like oh like I could never be like that what I think at the core of 10 is is just like anyone can do it and so like I hope that we provided kind of that outlet of like oh like these two random college girls who like barely knew each other in high school and middle school like were able to start a podcast and it was like somewhat successful like why don't I just like you know try something and like see if it works out I think that's truly what is special about 10. I love that and actually the way you put it I don't think you two are any random college student the fact that you decided to bite the bullet and start it is what innately is special about you guys because a lot of people won't even take the initiative uh not to mention starting a podcast I don't think that's like something that would come into any person's mind just randomly and even if that did like happen randomly to you at least you stepped out and actually did it and you know persevered for over a year now and so I think that's what makes you guys and 10 overall so special and one thing that about like the podcast media, like just now we talked about like dream guests, dream podcast listeners, and also like all the different girls or women that might listen to this. I think that's what's special about podcasts because you put it out there on the internet and literally anyone could access it. And I think- That is um, true. I do think about that sometimes. I do think about how much audio content there is of me in the internet. That does, that does pop into my mind sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it pops up. Yeah, um, and I think that is the perfect way to to reach out to different girls and like, you know, as, aspiring entrepreneurs, perhaps, um, which leads perfectly to our next question, which is, do you have any advice for young girls? Um, perhaps they want to start their own projects. Um, I know you guys have like Thankful Thursdays and also um, Alive Vibe Tribe. So you guys have a lot of different projects going on. Um, do you have any advice for young girls that perhaps want to start their own, um, but are not sure of how to? Oh my goodness. I think the best advice that I'd give anyone is like, like there is literally like what I think. Okay. Let me rephrase this. I was going to go with like so many different paths. I think I know which path Allie's going to go with. So I'm going to let her take that, but I'll say this. Whenever I decide to take a venture or not, I ask myself two questions. The first is whether it's going to move any needles forward for me. So I ask myself, what needles is this going to move forward? And by needles, I just mean like, is this going to bring me something, a new experience I've never had before? Is this going to bring me some joy, some form of happiness, some form of professional development, et cetera? I ask myself, like, what category does this fall under? The second one I ask myself is probably the most important um, is what is the worst case scenario? And then I list out the worst case scenario. So when we started this podcast, worst case scenario was we did two episodes. Ali ended up hating me. We have two episodes out in the world and like, that's it. And I lost one amazing friend. I told myself I could deal with that. I could deal with losing someone 
in my life like this was before Allie and I was super close right now I don't think I could lose her but like right then I was like like we haven't talked in super long so even if she says no this is weird she tells all of our high school that it's super weird like it was fine by me and if we have two episodes out and we quit it's fine because I knew we tried and so the stakes were really really low in my head and I think a lot of people like build the stakes up super high and they're like if I fail everyone around me is going to look at me as a failure but to be honest, nobody cares. Like if you put yourself out there and some, you tried something and like in two months, you just stopped doing it. Like who's going to say, oh my goodness, like, look at you, you like stopped doing this thing. So I always ask myself those two questions whenever I decide to take something else. Oh, third question. Do you have enough time? That's a new one. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that's a big one. That is a big, big one. one. Okay. Waylon just spit some gold. So anyone that's listening to this, definitely get a piece of paper write it down internalize that like that is golden information golden information from a golden Love girl that. so definitely listen to that that is years and years of high quality experience being <laughs> told in two minutes so definitely 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 take that for me I don't know which direction Wayland was alluding to I'm going with so I'm just gonna go with my gut which is everything happens for a reason and I keep saying this and it's so annoying because it's the same thing people keep fighting me back on it because there are terrible things that go on in the world. I know I'm not in love land. Terrible things happen. However, it's the idea that if you believe that this terrible thing was supposed to happen, then you will have the belief or you will have the mindset to adapt to the next situation or the next chapter in your life to build upon that. So let's say, for example, COVID. That really messed a lot of things for Wayla and I, and I'm sure everyone listening on here. Okay, great. So everyone's online. Everyone is at home. What are you going to do? Oh, build a virtual community so people can connect online. Okay, so there's not a lot of entrepreneurs going on. Not all things are going on. We're being missed on a lot of opportunities. Oh, okay, maybe this is an opportunity to give me my backstory. Like you almost have to think of yourself as like, you know how like a supervillain in a movie, they always have like their crazy backstory. Think of yourself like a supervillain, and right now you're crafting your backstory. Like, I don't know if anyone here has seen Cruella. I saw it twice in the theater in one day. I am a huge fan. I hope it wins every Oscar. However, what I thought was great, and like many of these movies, even Maleficent, like two fantastic movies, not saying become become a supervillain, but like every single negative thing that happens to them, like they created something from that. And I'm not trying to preach like doing bad things, but the bad things that happen in life, it's all about how you present yourself and how you want to adapt to that. So with that in mind, and this is the thing that um, I also want to mention, but why wait? So every single young entrepreneur who's listening to this, you're 16 years old, you're 20 years old, you're 24, maybe you like Canva, maybe you like TikTok, maybe you like Lego, maybe you like coding, whatever it is, there's no better time to start something than right now. The best time was to start yesterday, but the second best time is to start today. The third best time is to start in the future. But today is the second best time to start. Of course, it would have been amazing if you started a YouTube channel in 2008 and got so famous. Of course, it would have been amazing if you started doing TikTok dances before Charlie D'Amelio. Of course it would. But that didn't happen. Move on. So start today and stop waiting. So that is my, um, my sixth sense on that. Yes. Okay. I love both of those things. Um, and the sort of, you know, the thing that like everything happens for a reason. Um, I've always like sort of questioned that because I sometimes feel mm-hmm. like insensitive saying that to someone yeah. who's struggling but at the same time I think the take that it's going for is like everything happens or like everything that happens can be made into something amazing exactly. um, because although like something negative in that moment like you know definitely is not you wouldn't wish that on people however mm-hmm. that thing can transform you and like you said in a time of COVID you're seeing more youth doing things more than ever virtual organizations projects um like you know service helping people who don't have like resources to deal with this pandemic so um there's really a silver lining to everything that happens um that's bad and everything that happens that's good I mean that's all great right so um I definitely sort of agree with that sort of mentality coming forward of everything happens for a reason and even if it isn't that great you can turn it into something um incredible and meaningful um and then sort of to wrap off our podcast now with some of the questions that we usually ask 
all of our guests, one of them, which was um, sort of what Stephanie just mentioned. But the next question we have is, what is a change maker to you? Ooh, I like that. I'll start with this one. A change maker is someone who identifies what their passion is, a problem in the world, and is doing something with their own abilities in their own capacity in whatever resources they have available to create some sort of impact. If you have a billion dollar NGO behind you, donate. Fantastic. But if you're like a normal teenager who has access to the internet, maybe some friends, maybe a couple parents that are supportive, what can you do with that? Can you start an online event that helps raise money? Can you create artwork? Can you do a run where you're raising money for a cause? Can you host stories or host a podcast where you're sharing the stories? What can you do within your own capacity? Because everything is relative. Being able to understand your resources, calculate the impact you want to make and taking that risk. I love that. I think that's so true. I um, Similar to the way we approach, I think the definition of entrepreneurship, I'll take change making. I think change makers are everywhere and not just in the sense that like there's a lot of people who are change makers, but in the sense that every single person, I think that is in high school, middle school, whatever, doing something um, or doing nothing is in some sense a change maker. What do I mean by this? I think just the fact that everyone has the potential to create change in their communities, within their families, within one relationship with someone, the fact that everyone is constantly like changing something about someone or about something that they're involved in, I think is a really special thing. So I see change making as probably one of the most inclusive communities out there. Um, Because sometimes it feels like entrepreneurship has a barrier to it. Like there's like X, Y, Z you have to do. But with change making, I truly think that everyone can label themselves as that. And that feels like there's less pressure to be like, you know, multi-million dollar company and can just make small incremental changes in their own small community. I, I remember reading this quote that was like, you know, you're on this planet or you're like, you're here today to change the lives of someone and it's okay if that someone is even just yourself um so regardless of if it's making change in your own life or like the lives of people in your small community or on a global level i think there's importance in recognizing all types of change and um attributing like effort and uh sort of praise to all of that i love that taking change for yourself as well that's so 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 awesome i love that because yeah, I think this something that's scary about all of us or we all think about is not changing at all or not evolving. Not to say that things are going to be linear, but change or having that delta is so, so, so powerful. Um, someone I knew um, would always say to me that just keep swimming. Don't, don't, doesn't matter where you're going. Just keep swimming. Just move somewhere. Maybe you try something that's not for you. At least you're swimming somewhere. Because the moment you start treading water, you're going to sink. So just keep swimming. That's so beautiful. And like right now, I'm just letting it all sink in. But um, (laughs) really, like uh, what we mentioned just now, like all the change making, it really, it actually starts within yourself. Because if you don't treat yourself better, you you aren't even able to change the lives of others. And so you got to start caring about yourself back to our conversation earlier about having breaks and having like taking breaks are also productive you have to change yourself or change your mindset first before you attempt even changing others um so another question that we have for every guest which um you guys should probably have a lot of answers for is who is one female entrepreneur activist or a change maker that you look up to this is a hard question I'll go first. Mine is Waylon Chong. Oh, Waylon has been such an inspiration to me for the past year in every aspect of my life. Like, it's not like it's just a professional thing. Like, sure, so much professionally, productivity, academically, I learned from her every single day. Socially, how to treat those around me. Family, how to treat your family, how to be a good sister, how to be a good daughter, granddaughter, how to be kind to yourself. Like, Waylon has always been person that's told me to be kind to myself treat others with kindness 
give people the benefit of the doubt and just show kind to people when you don't know. Waylon and I were not close in middle school and high school. However, Waylon, like this story, I, I think I've told this on one podcast somehow somewhere, but I remember my like second day of school in senior year, I wasn't having a good time. And I mentioned it to Waylon, like passing. And the next day she brought me a bouquet of roses with the most gorgeous note that's literally still in my room, like under my desk, like where I have like special notes and things like that. And like, that's just the person she is. She raises other people up. She makes, she is, you know, that bucket filler thing. Like Waylon is the bucket. She is the Niagara Falls of bucket. She <laughs> pours her bucket into everyone else. And that's how she's continuing to grow and flourish. It's because she has the heart of gold and is able to create positive impact on that. She's like digging from gold, like her reserves, she's running on gold. If you don't want to think of her like a car and some people are kind of running on like negative energy, like diesel. She is like renewable solar energy is anything. <laughs> So that is my, that is my metaphor for now. Allie, I'm going to cry. Oh my goodness. Um, no, it's so funny that you said me because I was going to say you. So is romantic. that so cheesy of us? Is that, is that Get a Zoom room. Get a I Zoom mean, room. There are so many entrepreneurs who have obviously impacted both Allie and I's life, but I think there is truly nobody more that um, has changed me as a person and like changed my perspective on so many things and Ali like I know I say be kind to myself but Ali is the one who really just like lets me do that like she's she like enables me to take care of myself when I really need to she is truly like living life to the fullest and is something that inspires me every day um and just like I know she knows how much she means to me and like everything but um no, everyone needs an alley in their life. And I I could, oh, I'm going to cry. No, no. Um, <laughs> oh boy. No, just like truly just um, would not be here without her. So love you lots. Love you too. <laughs> oh oh my God, I love this so much. This is so wholesome. Oh my God. Okay. That was so wholesome. And I love your like friendship and how much you guys like both look up to each other that's so funny too <laughs> Waylon was about to say <laughs> okay but um, um sort of beyond that as we wrap up our podcast um where can people keep up with you two as amazing young entrepreneurs um young women where can they do that or even get in touch with y'all? Oh, I have a Netflix and Hulu reality tv show coming out next week no kidding <laughs> <laughs> I was no. about to say congrats. <laughs> Congratulations. No, I'll skip where to keep up. Like keeping up, no. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Ali DeBeau, on LinkedIn, Alexandra DeBeau. We're still working on if we're going with Ali or Alexandra. I'm very much in between, kind of an issue. We'll figure it out in the next two weeks. Um, I yeah, you can WhatsApp me, email me, I'll have everything linked below. I just love conversation, being able to talk to anyone who's passionate about something. Entrepreneurs Network will have everything linked below as always. Finding our website, our other shows focused on different entrepreneurs and just fun ways you can always get involved. There's always a possibility if you have an idea of where you want to collaborate, we're always open. So let us know. Same for me, entrepreneursnetwork.com. You can find all of our shows there, including Never Too Early, the Entrepreneurs Podcast, um, all of the fun, good stuff there. Uh, LinkedIn, definitely connect. Would love to talk at Waylon Chong. Um, and then my Instagram is Wayland.c and my name is spelled W-E-I-L-Y-N dot C. Yay. You oh. can also find me just a quick little tidbit. I don't know if you guys know about this, but there's an app called Be Real. I'm going to make everyone download it. It's Ooh. basically like randomly during the day. It'll like, um, it's like a different form of social media where like randomly throughout the day, it'll like tell you once to take a photo of like what you're doing exactly at that moment. And you take a photo and it takes the photo, the front facing camera and the back facing camera, what? and then it posts it to this reel. And you can see what all your friends are doing on Be Downloading Real. right now. I know. And so you can add me on Be Real. We can be real together, which is super fun. But I love the concept of the app. So thought I'd give it a shout out. Oh my God. Downloading right now. Wait, Wait, I'm go, down, go download that too. I know. <laughs> and all of us probably by the time yeah <laughs> all your friends on it mm-hmm. no 100 well Damn. thank you guys so much for being such awesome podcast hosts like obviously we've listened to never too early but like you guys have truly grown so much as hosts and like it's so awesome to see like 
all full fruition of everything. So thank you so much for inviting us. Happy International Women's Day. Yes. Um, yes. And just, yeah, thank you so much. Well, thank, thank you, you guys for coming on. It's like an honor to speak with you guys and have you on as always. You know, we look up to you and we can't wait for our audience to listen to you guys too. Huge thank you for tuning in to this podcast. We hope we taught you something today. If you would like to hear the insights of other young changemakers, tune into this podcast every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Hong Kong time, which is GMT plus 8. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. To stay updated and involved, follow at nevertooearly.pod on Instagram. We have all the links in the description of this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Talk to you next week.